Welcome to Keep the Republic with Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty, and ThinkExodus.org. And now, here's Daniel. Well, hello and welcome to Keep the Republic. Dr. Daniel Bobinski here, your host for the next half an hour, talking about some very interesting things that are happening in the state of Idaho. This past week, we've had some very interesting letters coming from the Senate President Pro Tem, Chuck Winder, to three very conservative legislators. And it is a little unsettling about what's going on. Uh, just so you know, I am really disappointed that we have this kind of activity where someone who is in a leadership position can't see fit to go have a conversation with somebody face to face. Uh, those of you who are longtime listeners know that I have been an executive coach. The name of my company is Leadership Development. I've been doing that for 34 years. I understand leadership and leadership roles. So when I see the leader of the Idaho Senate doing things that are in opposition to solid leadership principles, regardless of political party, anywhere you would go, to do this kind of thing that I'm seeing in a leadership role to me is quite disappointing. I do think it's important to discuss on this show, keep the republic, that's what our objective is, is to work to keep this republic and not let it fall into a socialist mentality, a socialist operation. And that's what's actually happening. Uh, you've heard me talk about that much on this show. So with me to discuss it is Maria Nate, who is the Idaho director for the Freedom Caucus Network, which is uh, multiple states in the country have Freedom Caucuses. Idaho has one. Maria Knight, thank you for joining me here on Keep the Republic. Oh, thank you for having me. So happy to be here. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're able to come here because I, I hope to get your perspective, uh, a little more detail on this. Uh, what we're talking about is Chuck Winder, President Pro Tem in the Senate, has sent letters to three conservative senators uh, threatening them with disciplinary action, with ethics complaints, removing two of them from their positions of leadership in the Senate. Just with that basic uh, overview for our audience, I mean, you've been writing about this, you've been talking about this. Mm -hmm. What's your response? Well, when senators are elected, they do not give up their rights to free speech. And it seems that Winder is not happy with being exposed for the votes that are happening in the Senate in particular. And so he has decided to go after these senators and basically try to censor them, to strip them from their committees, to pressure them to resign from committees because he's not happy with the votes being exposed. And I think that's the, the larger issue here is that he's trying to silence them by using the power that he has as pro tem to, to move them off their committees. And, and that should be alarming to any Idahoan from any political party. Because uh, these people do not report to Senator Winder. They report to the people. I mean, I'm, exactly. I'm looking at this response from uh, Senator Lenny. So he gets this letter from Chuck Winder, removing mm -hmm. him from his vice chair position. 
And this is his response. He says, I haven't had a conversation with Senator Winder in over seven months. And without warning or detailed reasoning, this news lands in my inbox. Let's be clear. Senator Winder is neither my boss nor my dad. I serve the people, not Senator Winder. I remain committed to standing up for conservative principles and opposing any power play that seeks to silence and control me or my votes in the Senate. I, I read that and I go, amen. He is, That's what I was just going to say, amen. He doesn't report to Senator Winder. Senator no. Winder there is to is to you know put people in positions and be the, the guy who kind of makes sure everything's flowing. But the whole process of that legislator is to have robust debate. Right. And if you saw in the Statesman, Senator Winder's response to all of this was that he was disappointed that these letters were released to the public. And he said, rather than accepting it in the manner that it was intended and that it was to be used as a teaching moment and hopefully improve their relationships with their colleagues. Can, can you imagine any more condescending letter to be written or message even to be sent to a senator that this is a teaching moment? Uh, no, no, uh, Senator Winder, these legislators were elected just like you were by their constituents in their districts. They do not serve you. Your job is to keep the trains running on time in the Senate. Your job is not to squelch people's voices on the Senate floor. So it, this is just unbelievable hubris that's being exhibited by the senator. And, and he needs to be called on it. People need to be writing letters to him and calling him and telling him that this is absolutely unacceptable. Well, it really is. It, this is a right out of the playbook of the Marxist mentality. It's what we see in the Democrat Party. And I, I guess I have to say with Republicans like Chuck Winder, who needs Democrats? Because this is exactly what I'm sensing from him. As I said at the top of the show, I mean, I've been a leadership coach for over 30 years. And as a leader, you don't send someone a threatening letter after not talking with them face to face for seven months. And yet that now you're telling me that that he's saying that that's a teaching moment. That is horrible. That's horrific leadership. Oh, it is. And it's embarrassing. He, he should be absolutely embarrassed that he's talking to duly elected senators like this. And I think what's happening now is because these letters are all public, the people are seen behind the curtain. And, uh, you know, it's not pretty. And all of this could have been done one-on-one uh, -on -one with the phone call, could have had a chat. And with in the case of Scott Herndon, Senator Winder's letter is factually incorrect. He is, Senator Herndon has worked on several budgets. And Winder went after him saying that basically that Herndon was lazy and not, not doing the work of the committee and that perhaps he should just resign so someone who wants to do the work can do it. And Senator Herndon actually has explained this, that he has worked on uh, seven budgets. He presented budgets across the floor. He worked very hard. If anybody knows Scott Herndon, they know what a hard worker he is. So here you have Winder just... Uh, he's just upset. And so he strikes out at Herndon without even knowing the facts. And that's, he owes Senator Herndon an apology. Oh, absolutely. Especially when he, um, I'm holding the letter here from um, Winder to Senator Herndon. And it, the very title says, regarding a request for apology, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's it's Senator Winder who needs to apologize 
publicly now to Senator Herndon. Absolutely. And if he thinks that he's going to be able to use these kind of bully tactics to intimidate and silence the Freedom Caucus members, he's sadly mistaken. Because these Freedom Caucus members are absolutely committed to their principles and to exposing what's going on in the, the state house. And they are passing legislation that represents their people, not the big corporation interests. Now, you mentioned that there's um, some pushback, you, you perceive pushback coming from Senator Winder because these people are not voting in alignment with what his wishes are. We have an op-ed published over at True Idaho News that was published by a person actually who's running for office in District 11, Kent Marmon. And he wrote this piece where he's pointing this out. He says, we've got these legislators who are getting things done and kind of uh, making the senator look a little bad because uh, last year he was saying that these conservatives in the Republican side of the House are crazy and mischievous. And I, I would just say, uh, looking at what he was talking about was intellectually dishonest. I think this is kind of a, a game that Senator Winder plays. It's in intellectual mm -hmm. dishonesty, which is what the left does. And this is what people don't understand. He's got a very grandfatherly presentation. He sits and talks like a wise old grandpa. He doesn't get flustered. He's very even killed. And it looks like he's a very sensible guy. Except when you listen to what he's saying and you watch what he's doing, you might as well be talking with a leftist Democrat. That is the problem here. But here, uh, Kent Marmon is talking about how some things passed in the Senate and maybe Chuck and his Iaki friends really don't like that. This is the, the Idaho Association of Commerce and Industry who supports Chuck Winder, who supports the people that Senator Herndon was criticizing that Senator Lenny is criticizing, that Senator Zettervelt <laughs> is criticizing. Um, so, you know, when they're criticizing those people, it's not that what they're saying is untrue. He just doesn't like it. This is, I think, the problem. I think Kent Marmon makes a very good case that I want to mm -hmm. encourage people to go to the True Idaho News website and check out this op-ed. But here's these, these groups, IACI, the Idaho Association for Commerce and Industries, lots of lobbyists who put lots of money into these people's campaigns. And there's a lot of cronyism going on. Um, I just, I, you're the head of the Freedom Caucus here in Idaho. I mean, would you agree with that? Well, absolutely. And they say that all the time on the floor. Senator Cook has stood up in committee and on the House floor and said, Iaki approves of this bill. This is the reason why Glenita is in trouble, by the way, is because she created a meme that is rhinoceroses carrying buckets of water labeled Ayaki. And those senators were named. It was Senator Winder, Senator Cook, and Representative Mickelson. And that's why Senator Winder is mad, is because Lanita nailed it. They carry the water for Ayaki, and she spoke the truth, and they did not like it. We have found their soft underbelly. They don't like being exposed. They don't like us speaking directly to the people, telling them what they're doing there. So this just tells me we need to do more, more of this, more. It It's working. It's starting to sink through to the populace. We have an out-of-control state budget. It grew by 12% last year. It's highly dependent upon the federal dollars. The federal government's in debt, $33 trillion, yet we continue to spend, spend, spend. And 
these legislators and these cronies have figured out how to monetize government. So they are using legislation to line their pockets. The Idaho launch program is a case in point. Oh. That was a major bill. Yes, I, I want to talk about that. We are talking with Maria Nate, the Idaho director of the Freedom Caucus Network. And I need to stop and pause and give thanks to some of our sponsors, including the Exodus Institute. If you have your children in what I call the government indoctrination system, may I strongly recommend you get them out of that government indoctrination system and get them a genuine education. Look at the Exodus Institute. They seek to redefine education in the 21st century by bringing back traditional values and mixing that with technology, online education, K through 12. They also have a supplemental program for homeschooled kids in the fifth through 12th grade. It's only $20 a month. They do all the teaching, they do all the grading, and you can cancel anytime. You can learn more by going to thinkexodus.org. That's thinkexodus.org. Also, it's Christmas time coming up, believe it or not. Yes, I know it's still kind of warm out, but we are going to be looking at Christmas. And if you want to hang up some Christmas lights, well, guess what? Picture Perfect Window does that. Not only do they do business and residential window cleaning and gutter cleaning and pressure washing and screen repair, but they also hang Christmas lights. And you can save yourself some money if you tell them you heard about them on the Keep the Republic show. You're going to get 10% off your bill. Just say you heard about them on the Keep the Republic show. You can find them at windowcleaningboise.com. That's windowcleaningboise.com. We are speaking with Maria Nate, the Idaho director of the Freedom Caucus Network. And we were talking about Senator Pro Tem kind of exercising his leftist muscles. What do you think? Absolutely. Uh, you know, notice they are only going after conservatives. He, he doesn't have any kind of strong words for the Democrats. He's just going after conservatives. So I, I think that tells us a lot about Chuck Winders, that he's afraid of this conservative movement that's sweeping across Idaho right now. And what's interesting is the way that this is playing out. Here's Chuck Winder, president pro tem uh, of the Senate. And he's calling out these conservatives. And yet you have special interest super PACs and PACs that are go also going after conservatives. And I mean, lying outright lying about them. I have seen some of the literature published by this yeah. Idaho Liberty PAC which is nothing of the sort. This is this, they call it the Idaho Liberty Pack. They fool people because, as we point out, this is a four to one advantage in this state. Republicans are registered four to one over Democrats. And the leftists have figured out if you want to win in this state with your leftist ideas, you're not going to. You have to sound as conservative as possible mm -hmm. to get any kind of support. And so here are a bunch of leftists who might even have ours after their names, but support leftist-type legislation, socialist-type mm -hmm. mentality, and they've called Absolutely. themselves the Idaho Liberty Pack. And they the mailers they sent out against three very conservative legislators outright lies, mm -hmm. totally distorting their voting record. And Senator Winter can sit back and say, well, I didn't have anything to do with that. And yet he's not criticizing those people no, he's not criticizing anything that doesn't go against his agenda, which is to pass IACI's sponsored legislation. Speaking of IACI, do you know how they rate their bills? You have no idea what the metrics are. Here's what they are. Vote in line with IACI's position, 
plus one. Vote out of line with Ayaki's position, minus one. That's it. That's the metric. That's what they use to get all of these legislators to line up. And as soon as they pass the legislation that's favored by them, you start to see thousands and thousands of dollars flow into the coffers of their campaigns. These are literally bought and paid for legislators who do the bidding of IACI. The people in the Freedom Caucus are working for the people. And this is why Winder doesn't like them. Because it does not, again, fit his globalist agenda from these global corporations. And I, I hope that Idahoans will start to wake up to what's happening here before it's too late. Because we are slipping into progressive land. Which is leftist land. Because progressive, right. as I point out, progressive is really regressive. Because it's top-down mm -hmm. authoritarian. And that's the way, the way of the world prior to America top-down authoritarianism. So when they say progressive and they're trying to bring in a top-down mentality, no, it's regressive. Yeah. You were talking yeah. about the launch program. This mm -hmm. is another example of socialism. This is a brainchild of IACI people to where we would take our tax dollars and pay for training for people to be trained to work at these large corporations that are members of IACI. They don't get oh, trained. Daniel, it's worse. It's worse, worse. Let me just stop you for a second. This is the brainchild of the Workforce Development Council, which is all appointed by the governor. There is no line authority for them to in any part of the legislature. So this is the governor's cronies. And it's those people that sit on that development Workforce Development Council will that will decide what the in-demand jobs are. So you can imagine what that's going to turn into. All of those people that sit on that council are going to all of a sudden be in-demand jobs. And that money will flow to their businesses to train their workers. So when I talk about monetizing government, this is what they've done. They figured out a way to get the taxpayer to pay to train their employees. Now that used to be something that was done by the employer. They would train their employees, but now, now they figured out a way to get you, the taxpayer, to pay for it. it. It's absolutely disgusting and insidious behavior that's happening in the Capitol right now. It is shoe leather on socialism. It's exactly mm -hmm. what it is. And unfortunately, um, I guess I was talking with one of the senators recently, only half of the state's population could even ever be eligible for that money. And I, I, as soon as I heard that, I thought, well, that kind of lines up with the animal farm book. You know, mm -hmm. uh, all animals are equal, but some are more equal than others. Those mm -hmm. people who can help the governor's cronies are going to be the ones getting the money. And what's also interesting, the governor is the person who twisted a lot of arms for the launch act to get approved. He had the standard governor's cronies who were pushing it. And then here's all these new legislators that um, I I learned <laughs> that he pulled mm -hmm. them into his office and had chats with them and no doubt promised them the moon if they would support this legislation. And they thought, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, now I'm important. The governor's called me up to his office and he's offering me this if I will support this legislation. And you heard these people on the floor talking that this is the most important legislation we have to get. and then afterwards. Uh, I heard some of them going, wow, I was really bamboozled in all this. So they realized oh, yeah. they were fooled. 
Well, and the way this went down in the Senate, it took a really long time for it to get out of the Senate because there was a ton of pressure on them to pass it. There, there was a lot of resistance. They were meeting in their caucus privately, browbeating senators to support this. I mean, this was some of the most heavy-handed legislation that I've ever seen. The, the executive director of IACI was floating around the Capitol on the day of the vote. He is never at the Capitol. He was there on that day because he wanted everyone to know how important this was. There is so much arm twisting, backroom deals, dirty deals that goes on. And I call the Capitol the beautiful marble prison because it's just a corrupt place right now, even in Idaho. There's so much bad stuff that's going on. So you have a Freedom Caucus who is exposing that. They're they're letting people know what's going on. They're com- incredibly transparent. And what happens to them? They're getting pulled out of their chairman, their vice chairmanships. They're getting told they must apologize. This is not how representative government is supposed to work, and it needs to stop. Absolutely needs to stop, which is why your organization exists. Uh, you have people who want to represent the people who run for office, and then they're told they have to come in and basically kowtow to whatever the establishment says. No, absolutely not. That's not how this government was designed. And -hmm. unfortunately, you've got longstanding Republicans who have lots of credentials behind them, and they've held office, and the media holds them up as these super gods of the Republican Party. And if you don't agree with them, then you're an extremist. And we're seeing that, that here are these constitutional conservative Christians getting elected to office, being labeled as extremists by -hmm. these establishment Republicans who want to, in essence, bring in socialistic practices. And Mm -hmm. this is what I, I keep talking about over and over and over, Maria, is be involved, get involved, learn the truth, listen to this show, share this show, share all sorts of news like this. Speaking of which, I, I, you mentioned that you have this Freedom Caucus Network. How can people support what you're doing? Uh, they need to go to our website, which is IdahoFreedomCaucus.org, and they can find out all of the members. You need to know who your Freedom Caucus members are. They are all under attack right now because they are the tip of the spear for this freedom movement. And so you need to go there, find out who they are, support them, donate to our cause. We will be outspent 10 to 1, but we will not be outworked. So your dollar will go a long, long ways to getting conservatives elected in the legislature. And people just need to get out and get involved and get organized and vote and bring their 20 friends to vote with them. Amen to that. Into that. We are talking with Maria Nate, the Idaho director of the Freedom Caucus Network. And Keep the Republic is sponsored also in part by conservatives of also a group that get, helps get out the vote and work for mm-hmm. conservative causes. And you can also help them out because they've been a sponsor of this show since the beginning. You can go to conservativesof.com, make a donation of any size. And also, if you're looking to buy or sell a house, Contact Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty, and you can do that by going to IdahoInvestmentProperties.com, IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. 
Mike.com. Mike's been doing this since 2005, and he's going to represent your interests with integrity. If you're selling, he helps us at the best price the market will bear. If you're buying, he's going to help you find the property that meets your needs. Michael's a graduate of the Realtors Institute. He holds multiple specialist designations. He's been, like I said, doing this since 2005. IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. Thanks to our sponsors for keeping us on the air. And Maria Nate uh, with the Freedom Caucus Network here in Idaho. What's the website where they go to to find you guys again? IdahoFreedomCaucus.org. Super easy. IdahoFreedomCaucus.org. Okay. So we've got a few minutes left in the show. And we've got a... Uh, election season coming up. We got the session is going to start back up again in in uh, January, and it's going to be a zoo down at the state house for the next for three months after that. That's absolutely crazy. But at the same time, we have elections that need to happen. So, what would you say to our audience about helping out with the elections? First of all, identify who your freedom people are. Um, we have something like 13 public members across the state. And then we have a number of really good conservatives that are running in these districts as well. So find out who they are. Find people to run. Every single one of these people need challengers. They need to be called on their bad votes. They need to be exposed. We can't do this if people don't run for office. So it's very, very important to run to support those who are running, to support those who are in office. And it's important to attend meetings, stay engaged, stay involved, and look for your trusted media sources to tell you the truth. Because I'm telling you what, you're not going to get it in the Boise market. (laughs) They are the propaganda arm for the liberal establishment. The media is. They're they're terrible in Boise. They very rarely get the story right. And we need to pray. I'm not going to discount the power of prayer. Please don't. We we need to call upon our Lord and Savior to change the hearts and minds of people because I believe that God will do that for people if we pray intently. We need to pray for the people we don't agree with. We need to pray for hearts to be softened. We need to pray for people to turn their hearts to Jesus because that will change our nation. Amen to that. And I do want to encourage people to be very careful about the titles. As I said earlier in the show, the left has figured out that they can't win unless they at least sound conservative. And that's why you have the Idaho Liberty Pack, very left wing, mm-hmm. but they sound very conservative. And then here we have Maria with the Freedom Caucus Network. There's also another caucus called the Main Street Caucus. And they sell themselves off as being the conservative party. And they try to present the Freedom Caucus as the crazies. But when you look at what the Main Street Caucus stands for, it's leftist ideology. And people need, don't just trust the name. Look into what the people are standing for. They are corporate cronies bought and paid for. That's all you need to know. You know, and all these pride parades, they walked down Main Street. This is who you're getting. You're getting leftist, globalist, woke legislators who will not stand up for the values of Idaho. And yet they pass themselves off as conservatives. That's why people have to do their homework. Don't just believe the surface. Dig deep. We've been talking with Maria Nate, Idaho Director for Freedom Caucus Network. Maria, thank you for joining me here on Keep the Republic. We've run out of time, and I just want to encourage people, stay involved, stay informed. 
And like Maria said, pray. Pray for softened hearts and pray for God to move. With that, this is Dr. Daniel Bobinski. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Until then, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic, sponsored by Conservatives of. Picture-perfect window cleaning. Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty. ThinkExodus.org. Also, please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it.